0: create a kick-ass business in flow and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. On today's podcast, we are going to be talking about money mindsets and your relationship with money. A lot of the work I do is helping people shift their relationships with money, whether that be in the context of manifestation, manifesting abundance. Abundance comes in many forms, not just money, or in the context of business coaching, helping someone build their business, build their brand. And every single client I've ever had for business, we're doing a lot of work around money mindset because when it comes to making more money, As I've said many times before, strategy is the easier part in the sense of, well, first of all, there are many ways to achieve a goal, but you can give 20 people the same exact strategy and say it's the winning strategy. Why is it that not everybody gets the same exact result? It all comes back to energetics. And this is why I think it's so important for any business owner to be learning more about. Business energetics. But whether or not you own your own business, if you want to attract in more money, the first place we really want to look is the root of that relationship with money. And there are so many different limiting beliefs that can come up when we're looking at somebody's relationship with money or wealth or abundance. But the other day, I was channeling and I said to my guides, I was like, okay, what's the number one? The number one most common thing that's blocking people from attracting in more money, because there are so many, right? There are people who are actually afraid of getting money. There are people who think money is bad. There is scarcity mindset in itself in the sense of there's not enough. There's not enough to go around. But you know what they said specifically? They didn't say that there's not enough, which is what I thought they might say. They said that the most common one that was coming up right then, which, you know, energy shifts, but the most common block was the belief that it has to be hard, that it's hard to make money. So we're going to talk all about that today. And I will say if this type of content resonates with you and if you are any type of online coach, healer and you're looking to build your practice, check out No Bullshit Business School. It is my signature 12-week program to help online coaches build a six-figure business. And it is very much a balance of tangible strategy and a lot of business energetics and money mindset. Your relationship with money and yourself will change. It is a lot of deep work Everybody who goes through that program always, always says, I I thought I was getting business coaching and I was also getting a lot of life coaching. So if you're interested in building a six figure online coaching business all through organic marketing and you do resonate with that type of approach, a balance of a lot of energetic work and more tangible strategy, then. Check it out. You can go to bit.ly slash nobsbs to learn more. And whether or not you're an online coach, if you are interested in doing a lot of this deeper brain rewiring work, shifting your relationship with money and abundance, you want to become an effortless manifester, you want to tap into your intuition, you want to make your life magical again, then check out The Channel Collective, it is my monthly membership where I teach you about all things manifestation, intuition, brain rewiring, raising your overall frequency. You'll get access to hundreds of video trainings about those topics, as well as access to Ascension School, which is a library of channeled messages from different Ascended Masters plus monthly Q&A calls, manifestation calls, and energy healing sessions. And you get pre-released podcast episodes without any ads. So if you want to listen to the show without any advertisements, you can listen to the episodes ahead of time in the membership portal. You can learn more by heading to christinathechannel.com slash membership. Check it out. I give you a sneak peek of what it looks like in the portal itself. at the very least, even if you don't join the membership, of course, I would love to see you there, but check out the free private forum. It's a great place to connect with other members of our community. And I've been trying to streamline all the places to communicate with each other. And I feel like a lot of social media platforms, well, I don't feel like they are blocking a lot of things from showing up. So I wanted to get our community and just a private forum, not on any social media platform. So you can sign up for that forum to connect with other listeners and ask questions, get more involved. You can sign up for that at christinathechannel.com membership as well. If you just scroll down the page, you'll see the link to sign up. And that's also where I'm going to be pulling questions for Q&A videos that I'll be making for my YouTube channel. If you're not already subscribed to me on YouTube, head over there, but I'm going to be taking questions from that forum. To answer in YouTube videos. And I know a lot of people are looking for community right now. And I think we have a pretty kick ass community. So check it out in the private forum if you are interested in meeting some more like minded people. Quick question Did you know that you can get text messages from me? I am about to give you my number, and all you have to do is send a text so that I have your number. And then you will receive regular quick text messages from me with daily downloads from my guides, manifestation tips, and other little messages that will brighten your day. So if you want to text me, here is my number, 205-883-8280. You can opt out anytime, but I don't think you will want to. So again, that number is 205-883-8280. I am so excited to get your text. All right, so let's talk more about money mindset. One of my favorite topics. I love talking about money mindset. And the thing about money mindset is you see how people's money mindset translates over into pretty much every area of their life. And we can look at it from the abundance scarcity mindset point of view. But I also just like to pull apart the different limiting beliefs that come up for people and see how we can shift those individually. And you'll notice just a few key beliefs that you don't even know you have. If you can identify those and shift them, your relationship with money will completely change. If you want to attract in money, you want to become friends with it. You want to become really comfortable with it. Get friendly. A lot of people have so much resistance to money itself, they are really energetically blocking it from coming their way. So let's talk about this one really big limiting belief around money, the belief that it has to be hard to make money. And so I really invite you to think about if you do believe that. And a lot of people, whenever I bring up things, I say, do you have this belief? They'll say no. And we get further into it and then they realize, oh yes, I do. So if I ask you, do you have this belief around money? I'll clarify that I'm not asking you what your conscious belief is. I'm asking you to really dig deep and look at what the subconscious belief is, try and pull what is subconscious into your conscious awareness and also look at what does the evidence of your thoughts and how you have behaved in the past or presently indicate about your beliefs around money. That's a key thing. For most people, the things that are blocking them from attracting money in more easily are not things that are glaringly obvious in front of them. For some people, yes. But I will say for most of my clients, there are things that they don't even realize they believe, these subconscious beliefs that separate them from embodying abundance itself. And so it's to look at what is Stopping someone from embodying the energy of abundance because that is key, right? Be a vibrational match for the thing that you want to attract in. But the idea that it has to be really hard to make money is something really important to think about because it is so deeply ingrained in so many people. And with explorations like this, it's not about taking on a new belief if you don't want to. That's not the point, but it's really important for us to identify what our beliefs are, the ones that are outside of our conscious awareness, these subconscious beliefs. It's really important for us to identify what they are and then reevaluate for ourselves. Is this serving me or is this not? Because if you don't want to shift your mindset around it, you don't have to that's your choice. That's your decision. You get to decide. But I think it's really important to actually make the decision rather than just go along with whatever we were taught to be true. Questioning is really helpful because it just always brings us back into integrity. It's a great check. So if you question something and you come back to where you started, then great. You have more confirmation. You have more confidence in that thing but also, what if you reevaluate, you question some more, and then you realize, wait, this could actually serve me in a better way. Well, you can shift that belief, and you'll notice new doors open. And I will also say, if conversations like this trigger you, because I know money mindset conversations can trigger a lot of people, that is a good thing. Our triggers highlight for us where we need to go deeper and where we can actually learn more. So think of it just as a a highlight, a bookmark, a Big flag waving, hey, look over here. There's there's more here to look into. So I'll ask you again. Do you believe that it has to be hard to make money? Do you believe that you have to struggle to make money? What did mom teach me about what it was like to make money? What was her relationship with it? And what about dad? What did he show me? What did I see from him? And of course, you can swap those questions out for any authority figures in your life if mom and dad doesn't apply for you. So I'll share a bit about mine. My mom taught me that to be successful required a lot of hard work, it required long hours. What I saw modeled to me, and that's what I mean by what she taught me what i saw modeled was someone who became very successful through working her ass off working insane hours sacrificing a lot of things that i don't think she always wanted to let go of not taking care of herself not sleeping enough a lot of stress a lot of strained relationships and so what was modeled to me was I can build something from the ground up. I can build something, but what that requires is a lot of really hard work. It's going to be a lot of not sleeping. It's going to be a lot of grinding. And if I am not grinding, I'm not working hard enough. And that was modeled to me in a number of ways through, you know, just what I saw, but then also feedback and how I was praised when I had that same type of work ethic when I, from a very young age, was working really hard and not taking care of myself and just grinding and being in that energy and getting praise. And then with my dad, what I learned was similarly, you know, you got to work hard to be successful, which I think is pretty common. But I also really learned from him more so Money doesn't grow on trees. What my dad modeled to me was the idea that money is limited. And when you get money, you need to hold on to it really tightly. Be really smart with it. Don't spend it unless you absolutely have to, unless everything is falling apart. A couple holes in, in your shirt doesn't doesn't matter. If it works, it works. You don't need to buy a new one unless absolutely necessary. Only buy things if it's in bulk and it's on sale. Otherwise, you just got to wait. Definitely don't use more than one square of toilet paper at a time. <laughs> so my, and my parents are very different in the sense of, you know, both of them very much modeled to me that idea of you have to work hard to make money, which I think is pretty standard for a lot of people. And then I look at the contrast between my mom who treated her money very differently in the sense of she's very much a work hard, play hard. She is very much of the mindset that the point of working your butt off is to enjoy it. You know, so she very much believes, yeah, grind, work hard, and then spend your money. (laughs) Spend your money on things that you want. My dad is very much the opposite. He is very much a don't spend what you earn. But with both of them, one of the commonalities was very much, it is really hard to be successful. And I saw that again and again and again. And they didn't say that explicitly, but it was through their actions, their behaviors, the feedback I got from my work ethic. And then of course, all of the messaging around me in the world. It's the small statements that stick with us in ways that we don't always realize at the time. Like when you want someone to spend time with you or you say, oh, you you work you work so much, can you take a break? And the person says, "Well, someone has to work to put food on the table." Or when people glorify subtly, what they do is they complain about it and then they glorify it while they're complaining about it. They're like, "Oh, I worked 15 hours today." As a way of like showing off their hustle, right? We're very much in a culture that glorifies the hustle. It is the harder you hustle, the more you achieve. That is the story. Bed to us, or when people label people who relax as lazy. And then there's also the comparison. There's the comparison and the guilt. There's the comparison of, oh, this is how hard my parents work. So I need to work this hard. Or this is how hard my siblings work, or my friends work, or my partner works. And if I am doing less, I'm not doing enough. Or if I'm doing less, then I feel guilty because it's not fair that this person has to work harder than me. But here's the thing, when we feed into that story, we're not helping anyone get out of it. And I'm pretty sure most people who find themselves in a cycle of hustling, 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 grinding, feeling like they're working so hard would love a new way of doing things, of being able to make more money with less time If they felt safe to step into that, because a lot of people don't. I was just having this conversation with someone recently, you know, class, I could talk to everybody, but their money mindset. (laughs) But this person was saying that they feel really guilty if they're not hustling really hard, they feel guilty not grinding. And that they don't really know any other mode, but they feel guilty because it doesn't seem like it would be fair if they spent less time working and more time resting or found a faster way to do something. It doesn't seem like it would be fair because other people have to work really hard and go on a more linear path. Well, what I'll say is nobody has to do anything, but this is where people miss opportunities and this is where people hold themselves back. So, this person, for example, has been working. Really hard on building their business for a few years. And it just hasn't really taken off in the way they want to. And this is just a friend, you know. And I'm just like kind of listening to this because if I'm not coaching someone, I I don't really say too much because I don't like to offer opinions if I'm not asked. But I know this about that person. And then an opportunity has presented itself to make a lot of money really quickly in a totally legitimate way, just basically a new business model coming through and huge demand for this and already having people who want to invest and purchase. And if this person just said yes, a lot of money would, would come their way. And this person has spent their whole life from a very, very young age, just working really, really hard not growing up with, with a lot coming to them. And this person said to me, well, I can't just take it because it just seems like it's cheating. It seems like, you know, I've been working so hard on this other business model and I just need to keep grinding there. And it doesn't seem fair that I just switch and it's so easy. It all comes straight to me. And I'm like, (laughs) but This is where people miss the point. The universe just gifted this opportunity to you. And who is it helping to stay in the hustle? Like, really, who is it helping? Because there are people who need this other service who are ready for it. And it's also going to help you out, right? Because it's going to give you actually more time, more relaxation, more time for yourself, more time for your health. And with more money, think about how many more people you could help with more time. Think about how many more innovative, game-changing ideas you could come up with and how you could implement those with more resources. And this person was also caught in feeling like they didn't want to just throw away what they had worked on for the last few years. But this is where people get confused. What if every single thing that was done for that business was All the work to get to this point here? What if all of the work to build that business was leading you up to this point where the universe dropped this different opportunity in your lap? And because logically, you don't think they're connected, you see it that way, when in fact, they really are connected energetically. Here's the thing things balance out, and sometimes in ways that we don't expect. People miss a lot of opportunities when they are letting their subconscious limiting beliefs control them. Do you want to control your reality or do you want your reality to control you? You're letting your reality control you when you're not taking the time to become aware of the different subconscious beliefs you have and the different things that are holding you back from seeing all of the opportunities that are available to you. And that is where so many people miss the boat is they're just not seeing the opportunities available to them because they're seeing the world around them from the lens of the limiting belief. So if you're seeing the world around you from the lens of everything has to be hard, making money is hard, then opportunities that present themselves where you can make money in an easier way seem too good to be true, seem too easy. And that's something that my guides were saying a lot. They're like, so many people think that when we give them opportunities or when they do manifest something, they think it's too good to be true, so they say no. If you ever feel like something is too good to be true, it's really worthwhile to just take a moment and think, is this actually too good to be true? Or am I viewing this as too good to be true because I have beliefs that everything has to be really difficult. People ask me all the time where my blue blockers are from. I'm wearing blue blockers as often as I can because I work on screens all the time and it makes a huge difference in my hormones and my sleep. And my favorite brand is blue blocks. I have tried a lot of different brands before and it wasn't until about year and a half, two years ago that I was understanding more about the science and when I tried blue blocks noticed a huge difference compared to all of the orange glasses I was using before and realized that the problem was those weren't blocking the full range of light that I needed to be blocked to really give me the full benefits so I use blue blocks sleep plus red lens in the evenings when the sun goes down these glasses are 100% blue and green light blocking lenses if you're using orange lenses you can literally tell by the color They're not blocking the full spectrum of light that you'll want to to get the full benefits. And then during the day, I wear the blue light clear lenses. These are a blue light filtering lens for during the day. They're great if you work under more natural lighting and If you struggle with any type of digital eye strain or headaches, migraines, macular degeneration, for me, I'll get a huge headache if I don't use these. Being on screen so often really wears on you. And I also notice a difference with my sleep and my hormones. And same with the Sleep Plus Red lenses. I mean, the difference, the difference in not wearing those lenses and then wearing them at night, it is so much easier for me to fall asleep. My boyfriend and I have, kind of been doing an experiment with this. <laughs> we have seen how much later we stay up naturally, like three, four or five hours later when we are not blocking the blue light. And then I also love to use the remedy sleep mask. I wake up pretty easily to light and our room is pretty, is pretty light. But even if the bathroom light gets turned on, I usually wake up. So this is a 100% light blocking sleep mask. I've used a lot of different sleep masks before. And I felt like the light would always peek in, but just the way this is created is different. It sort of cups your eyes. It's the best sleep mask out there. So if you're looking for blue blockers, check out blue blocks. They have about 20 different frames. So there are so many options. I always get compliments on mine. I have the Parker frames, the crystal frames, and the Hudson frames. I love them all. I like to rotate through them. And you can also send in your own frames if you want. They'll turn those into a pair of Blue Blocks for you. And they also have a custom-made prescription service available for you as well. Plus, for every pair they sell, they donate a pair of reading glasses to Restoring Vision, who then gifts them to someone in need. So you are giving back. If you want to grab a pair of Blue Blocks, and head to blueblocks.com. That's spelled B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. And use my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, for 15% off. Again, that's blueblocks.com. And that code is Christina, C H R I S T I N A, for 15% off. You will notice a huge, huge difference. I'm really excited for you to give these a try. If you are running your life from the belief system that everything has to be difficult, you will perpetuate that pattern. Your life will continue to be difficult. I've seen this play out so many times in my own life. When I was building my business, You know, I really was rooted in the belief that I had to work really hard, that it was going to be really hard to build this business. And I was only going to be able to make more money the harder I worked, the more hours I worked. And that's not to say that there are never difficult parts of entrepreneurship. It is hard. It is challenging. And you often do, you know, end up, Playing the role of many different people in one business for some time, which can can mean juggling things, but I do wonder what my business would have been like if from the start, I knew what I know now about shifting beliefs and if I had gone into entrepreneurship with a completely different energy i I do wonder if I could have bypassed the the whole time period of working ridiculous days. <laughs> ridiculously long days and not really making any money. There is something to the longer you do something, the easier it comes, but I think so much of the advantage of being in business longer or being an entrepreneur for a longer period of time is that you've shifted your energetics naturally just by length of time and I think the experience for a new entrepreneur if they really were set up well in terms of their relationship with money. And understanding business energetics. I just think that the whole trajectory of their business would be completely different. And I see this with my clients who are first starting off and they learn all these things in OBS Biz School. And in three months, they do things that it takes other people years, years to do. It's not magic, it's understanding energy and everything is energy. This is quantum physics and it's neuroscience. What are. These beliefs that we have that are so deeply ingrained in us that are affecting how we perceive our reality, because the way that we perceive our reality is going to affect what we pursue and what we don't pursue, what we believe to be possible. If I don't believe that it's possible to make a lot of money without a lot of effort, then I'm not going to pursue or potentially even see those opportunities should they arise. Would your life be different? if you never thought anything was too good to be true. I think that phrase in itself is so interesting because it just speaks to the limitations we put on ourselves, the limitations we put on potential possibilities. It's too good to be true. If something is too good, it cannot be true. I mean, how, how scarcity mindset can we get? do we not believe that we are worthy? Do we really not believe we're worthy so deeply that we have phrases like that? It's too good to be true. And you know, there are things that pop up that you might think that about, and then you think about it more deeply. And it actually is out of integrity and it's not the right fit, but there are a lot of opportunities that are in front of people that they perceive to be too good to be true, that are totally in integrity and authentic and very real possibilities for them that they say no to because they believe it has to be hard. I'll come back to entrepreneurship because this is what I know best. And I remember being really, really annoyed when I would see other entrepreneurs who barely worked and made so much money. They seemed to really not do anything all day. They just lived their lives. They enjoyed their lives. And I remember thinking, they're not even working. Like They don't deserve that money. You know what was happening there? What was happening there was I was triggered by other people who were making more money than me when I was working more hours because I believed that working more hours in a day correlated to calling in more money, which is not true at all. It took me a really long time to detach the idea that more hours worked Meant more money made. And I really had to see the evidence of this in my life. And I remember sitting down and looking at my past few years at one point and noticing which months I made the most money and, well, which time periods really. And I realized that (laughs) the time periods where I was making the most money, those pockets, I was actually doing the least amount of work. I was just being smarter with how I spent my time. And what I think a lot of people don't realize is how this really bites you in the butt when you are pursuing making larger amounts of money every year, because at a certain point, there aren't enough hours in a day. And when you're working so much and feeling like you're working, if you feel like you're working, not playing, you start to feel like you don't have enough time. And when you feel like you don't have enough time, now you're in lack. Now you're in scarcity. And now you are separating yourself from being the energy of abundance, and you are actually deflecting more coming your way because of your energy. If you want to go from making, let's say, 10K months to 100K months, do you really want to 10X the amount of time you work? Probably not. And here's what's interesting. If you look at different people who run different companies, you'll see a wide variety of of ways they do so. Right? There are some people who really grind, who really don't have much of a personal life, who really don't take care of themselves very, very well. And then there are other people who don't seem to work much at all. <laughs> and then there are some people who have a different type of balance. There are many different ways to make money. And it's important for people to realize that you have more control than you think over what it feels like to reach your goals. There have been so many random things I've learned about over the years when it comes to making money that at first I was like, there's no way that just seems too good to be true. I mean, I remember being in college and even thinking that about beauty counter. I really needed money and I did not want to get a regular job. I didn't want to have set hours, you know, classic me. I didn't want to get paid hourly. And then I was like, wait, I can. I can tell people about beauty products I like and just make money and work on my own time. This can't be this can't be real. And even with blogging and like affiliate links. And I remember thinking that is that cheating? That seems too good to be true. I remember being in college and I was a computer science minor for like two quarters and I hated my life. I cried every single day. And I remember, I remember telling my mom, I was crying to her and I'm like, if I don't do this, I don't think I'm going to make enough money. And (laughs) she was like, you can make money without, without doing computer science. Like, and she, she would tell me, she was like, do something that you like. And I was like, But to make a lot of money, I know I'm not going to like it. That was literally my mindset at the time, which honestly, yeah. And then I realized I could enjoy what I was doing and I would make even more if I did. And when I was really building my business, I had so many people who were not very nice to me and told me I was throwing my life away and I would be a failure. And I remember just thinking, you're just upset because you hate your job. And you see me loving what I'm doing. And I've had so many conversations with people who are not happy in their jobs or their current financial situations, but they feel stuck because they've decided in their heads the only way to make money is by doing that one thing or by doing a job that they don't like that they don't actually enjoy. They think if they just work harder, more will come to them. And sometimes working harder does bring people more, but sometimes it doesn't. And also, how do you feel along the way? The first time I made a passive income course, I remember just feeling like I was cheating because I remember thinking anybody could do this. Anybody could build a course <laughs> online and sell it. And there's definitely more that goes into it, right? There's advertising and marketing. But with that type of model, it's not about working harder or working more. There were so many times in my business where I realized that I was telling myself I couldn't do X, Y, Z because I felt guilty about making it easier for myself. And I see this so often as people making it harder than it needs to be because they feel like it has to be hard for them to succeed or for them to make money. The other thing is that as our world really shifts and the frequency of the planet has changed big time and is continuing to shift. We're really moving into a time where people are going to be doing what they love, like really fulfilling their purpose. And for a lot of people, they have a limiting belief that they cannot be paid for being themselves, that they cannot be paid for doing what they love. They feel like it has to be something that is hard or something else that's been laid out for them, what they've been told they have to do. A lot of people feel like they have to do something to deserve money. That's what's underneath all of this. It's our sense of self-worth. It's our sense of deserving. And so this comes back to frequency. We're naturally high-frequency beings. When you're fully in love, you're fully in abundance. And money is a physical manifestation of that frequency. So here's the thing. In your natural high-frequency state, where we don't have all of these limiting beliefs holding us down, any of these money mindset stories that aren't serving us, in your natural state as a high-frequency being, abundance flows directly to you because you're a vibrational match. Where we have forgotten that we are extensions of source is where we have forgotten our inherent self-worth. And so many people think that they have to do something or achieve something to be deserving or worthy. And that's not true. You naturally are just for being you. And can you fully allow yourself to know that, to feel that? It's not just a belief. It's truly a knowing of I am worthy. I am deserving and there is nothing I have to do or achieve to be worthy and deserving. But of course, if people believe they have to do something to be worthy of, deserving of more money, that's going to keep them caught in a cycle to keep doing, achieving more because they're chasing that worth, but there's nothing to chase. And this is how you can shift your reality in a moment. This is how you can shift your energy in a moment is to just come back to wait, I've been looking for my worth outside of myself for so long. I've been looking for external validation of my worthiness. I have been expecting to do something and then feel like I'm deserving of this when I could just from the start already be in my knowing that I am worthy, that I am deserving. And when you're fully rooted in your worthiness, when an opportunity comes to you where you can make money easily or money is flowing to you, you see it as the beautiful opportunity that you're ready for. And you say, yes, When you're not rooted in your worthiness, when you think you have to do something to deserve more money, if that opportunity floats in, you'll either miss it or you'll think it's too good to be true, or you'll think that you don't deserve it or that you can't handle it. What are the beliefs you have around making money quickly? Do you believe it's possible? Do you believe it's only possible if it is out of integrity? There are ways to make quick money that are not in integrity. This is true. But there are also so many ways to make money really quickly that are in integrity, that are authentic. I mean, if you loved writing stories and you wrote the best children's story ever, and you sold it, and you just made millions of dollars off of it, let's just say it goes viral, are you cheating? <laughs> I mean, this is the thing. It's like people think that things happening quickly or easily are cheating. Well, guess what? It's your damn video game. So, You set the rules. If you are letting someone else decide what makes you deserving of something, you're giving your power away. So I really invite you to think about if you truly believed that making money wasn't difficult, if you truly embodied that money flows to you effortlessly, that making money is easy, is graceful, it's effortless. There's more than enough for everyone. The more you make, the more you can help others. Would you approach things in your life differently if you truly believed that and if you truly embodied it? I'll give you some examples of behaviors that indicate that you are embodying the belief that making money has to be difficult. Never taking days off, being afraid to raise your prices, waiting until you have more experience to offer something, procrastinating. Being a perfectionist, saying no to different ways to make money that you're not already familiar with without actually truly looking into them. Not doing something because you think you're not smart enough, you don't know enough, or because you think it's not available to you for any reason. You always prioritize work over self care, self growth, your health, things that make you happy. When you want to make more money, you Look at options that require you to work more hours rather than looking at options that would require the same amount of time that you're already working or even less. You compare yourself to other people who work more than you, have been in business longer than you, make more money than you, and or have more visibility than you. You're afraid to do things that haven't been done before. You are afraid to invest In yourself. You penny pinch or hoard your money. You are always worried about where money is going to come in from or how you're going to make it. You act like money controls you rather than you control money. You avoid passive income strategies. When you want to make something better, you spend more time on it. These are just a few examples. There are so many things I could say, but I think the most important thing is for you to think about do I really operate from the belief that it's hard to make money? If money just fell into my lap, would I believe it was too good to be true? If I came into a big inheritance or found a random bank account with a ton of money in my name, would I feel like I wasn't deserving of it? Would I feel guilty for receiving that? If random people paid me to just be me, would I feel guilty for that? If people were just donating to me for being me, would I feel guilty? Would I feel like I didn't deserve it? And Do you think that people who receive money easily, people who receive money for not doing anything, do you judge them and believe they don't deserve it? Do you say that that's not fair? Do you believe that other people have to do things to be worthy, to be deserving? These are all really helpful questions to explore just to learn more about ourselves and our relationship with money. And I know it was never ill-intentioned But I think one of the worst things that has been done for people's money mindset is the common use of the phrase money doesn't grow on trees. This is really rooted in that scarcity mindset. But if we look around at how people live their lives and how so many people have really lost their sense of self, their sense of inherent worthiness how so many people feel like they have to grind and really like sacrifice so much to achieve certain things. It's really unfortunate because being happy is available to everybody. And if you believe that the only way to make more money is to not be happy, to sacrifice the things you love, to work your butt off and not enjoy it, then that's the reality you're creating. And if you want to shift your reality, it requires identifying those limiting beliefs And shifting them and stepping into a new belief, bringing us back to what would it feel like for you to embody the knowing that making money can be easy? It can be effortless. There is nothing you have to do to deserve it. How does that feel for you? What does it bring up for you? Because if you believe you have to do all these things to deserve it, you believe that you have to work this hard to achieve it, you are putting blocks in your own way. You are putting Blocks in front of yourself. And what if without those blocks, the universe could just deliver money right to you, right? This is key for manifestation. We need to make space. And so often, our limiting beliefs are taking up space that we want to fill with things we actually want. I hope this episode was helpful for you. I love discussing money mindset. There is so much to dive into. And if you enjoyed this podcast, share it on social media and tag me at Christina, the channel. I appreciate it so much when you share the episodes and if you do enjoy the show, make sure you leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It really, really helps spread the word about the podcast And when it comes to growing a podcast, it's all about ratings and reviews. So I really, really appreciate that. And if you submit a rating and a review and you take a screenshot and send it into podcast at christinathechannel.com, you'll be entered into a giveaway to win a card reading from me. Thanks again for tuning in. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will chat with you again next episode.